Welcome to Shedding Shackles. Today's topic is identifying false belief. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. Welcome everyone, my name is Roland. The program is called Shedding Shackles. Today, I want to talk about belief and doubt. And belief is a very important thing. As a matter of fact, I was reading this morning that the soul only has one capacity, really, and that is to incline toward truth or incline away from truth. Because what you believe then determines everything else. What you believe determines everything else about your life. You know people who have a certain... um, mindset. They have some kind of a, you know, negative belief, for example. I'm sure you've met people who they think that everyone's out to get them. They believe that. Or they think there's no use trying because the system is rigged against them. They believe that. Or they believe that there's no use trying to be good. You just have to try to do whatever you can to get your own and the heck with everybody else. They believe that. Or they believe, you know, there's no God. They believe there's no God, there's nothing, so we're just like animals, and that's it. People believe that stuff. But can you see how whatever the particular belief that they have, can you see how how it alters their entire life? Now, the whole human race was founded on a misbelief in believing a lie. Do you remember in the Garden of Eden? The lie was that uh, Adam could do it on his own. He could be a big man and prove himself. In fact, it was even a bigger lie than that. The lie was that he could be like a god. That was the lie. That was the lie. And you know what? Adam believed it. But the thing about belief is that once you believe something, once a person believes something, then it's, I don't want to say impossible, but it's its almost impossible to get them to then give it up and see that it's wrong and have a change of heart. Why do you suppose that so few people change, really change? But there's something about belief that is very important to believe the right thing. Now, this is all very, can be very subtle, so I'm going to go into it in a little bit of detail, so perhaps you can begin to, to understand. Now, when you were a child, Something may have happened. Your dad walked out on your mom. And in your mind, you resented him, of course, deeply, deeply. But then you thought, men are no good. Men are two-timers. Something like that. And so that belief then changed the way you look at every person that you encounter. Or you may have thought that God doesn't care. You may have thought that, well, if he allowed this to happen, then he really doesn't care. And that belief then, combined with a little bit of resentment, altered your whole life. Do you see? Or someone stole something from you and you hated them. And then you saw somebody else steal something and you hated them. And then you went to the teacher and the teacher said, well, there's nothing I can do about it. Besides, uh, you better not leave your stuff laying around. So you hated the teacher. So it seemed like people just get away with stuff. 
And so that kind of a belief combined with resentment that changed your whole life, you see? And so believing the wrong, so now do you understand that it was a big lie at the very beginning? And who was it? Was it Hitler? I think Hitler said, if you, if you tell a lie that's big enough and repeat it often enough, then people will believe it. So the big lie that Adam could be like a god. And that altered the entire history of the human race because by falling away from belief in God, the person became, becomes like an animal with negative ideas, wrong ideas, following and following wrong ideas. And that belief then, believing in the lie, and here's another thing, this is even more important, believing the source of the lie. See, if you believe a lie, then you believe without realizing it even. You're believing the source of that lie. And by inclining toward that source, it then becomes that which you follow for the rest of your life. So that's why you can have some people who are believing some kind of, I'll say, some kind of a religious dogma, some kind of a, or some kind of organized religious um, practice of some sort. And they get all caught up in the, the words and the study, and they get all caught up in it. And they follow the person who stands in the podium, but they're also believing the source behind that person. Do you understand? So even if that person happens to be saying something is technically true, you know, he's saying all the right things. Well, Jesus, Jesus, you know, came to save us and God, uh, you know, will forgive you. And he says all the right things. But if you give your, if you believe into that person, you see what I mean? So the ideas may be technically correct, but you're believing that source. So that's the, the, the key thing that you need to, to understand is that people are following a source, an invisible source that stands behind the lies, that stands behind the liars, that stands be, behind the hypocrisy and the phoniness and the deception and taking advantage and using people and, and then also behind all the suffering and heartaches and and so on that come from that. So it's the it's the wrong source. People are believing into the wrong source. That's the problem. And so pretty soon you go out in the world and everybody is paying lip service to that wrong source. Everybody's talking about ambition and about setting goals and about making it big and being powerful and being successful and being happy and solving all your problems without God. Through knowledge, that's it, through knowledge. That was a lie. Adam was told that by eating of the tree of knowledge, he could be like a God. So today they talk about knowledge, about education, about technology. So over and over again, you see people paying lip service to that lie. And they don't even realize they don't even realize that they that they are following a wrong idea. Not that there's anything wrong with technology, not that there's anything wrong with knowledge, but raw knowledge without understanding. See, all intellect and no heart, all feelings and no reason, all the hand of man and not the good spirit.
people are believing into the wrong source. That's the problem. And so it misleads you into error. And you follow like the Pied Piper. You follow the Pied Piper who's talking about goals and education and success and and happiness and making it big and solving all your problems with knowledge, with technology, with science, with this and that. And before you know it, you are pulled deeper and deeper into a morass. And so the answer then is to believe the right source. That's the answer. It's not any particular idea necessarily. But it's the source. It's believing into the right source instead of the wrong source. So since the whole world is currently in the hands of the people who say, you know, that you can be a god through knowledge and solve all your own problems and be successful and happy without God, that lie, the big lie, see, currently has the entire world in its grip. And so it's a big thing for a person to actually see that it's not true. Now, a lot of us see that it's not true. In fact, we have read people, you know, philosophers and poets and people who said, no, it's not, it's not all about um, that. You know, you got to stop and smell the roses. It's about love. It's about kindness. It's about helping other people, that sort of thing. Well, that sounds good, and it is good, but it all depends on the source behind the words. So learn the secret of listening, of hearing words and letting the words go in one ear and out the other. Let the words go in one ear and out the other. Hear the words, but don't buy into the speaker. See? Don't reject the words or accept the words. Just let them go in one ear and out the other and let it be filtered by the inner light. See, that's, that's where meditation helps. To have a little distant, a little bit of detachment so that you don't get pulled in, pulled into arguments, pulled into ideas, pulled into issues and trying to solve problems and trying to figure things out. It's just, it's a trap. You get pulled, when you get pulled in, if someone tricks you into studying, for example, or tricks you into paying close attention to what they say in some way, see, or tricks you into getting into an argument or, or tricks you into trying to figure something out, then you get pulled down into the machinery of the intellect and pulled down into trying and pulled down into emotions. And you, you get stuck there and you're separated from the inner light from God. You're separated from intuition. Do you understand? So it's all very simple. You need a little, well, I was going to say technology. You need a little good technology, which is the good meditation that shows you how to stand back. And you need to see the lie is a lie and see that the lie is a lie in the light of truth. In other words, when you stand back, then you can see in God's light. You can just see. You see the lie, and instead of believing it, you doubt. See what I mean?
In other words, you don't believe it. And you just, it goes even one to you and not the other. Because you will begin to be able to tell when something is coming from a good source or not a good source. And the, the whole thing becomes very, very um, simple, actually, when you live in God's light and follow God's light. And he provide he see he filters it for you. What's missing is your creator. You must refine him. So stop looking to other people for approval and support. Look to him. Go about your life. Do your duty. And don't resent other people. Don't forget they're lost sheep too. Christ said, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. Do you understand? They're just as lost as you are. Go about your life, do your duty, and don't resent other people. In these challenging times in which we live, Roland has decided to make the complete four-part meditation exercise available for free to those who cannot afford a donation. The meditation exercise is a tool for dealing with stress and remaining centered. To listen to the complete four-part meditation exercise, simply go to SheddingShackles.com and click on the middle icon, Meditation. That's SheddingShackles.com Are you experiencing stress, anxiety, or unhappiness? Do you feel weighed down by the past? Stay tuned for a special message from Roland Trujillo, host of the Shedding Shackles radio program. For over 25 years, Roland Trujillo has been helping people shed the shackles of unhappy memories, consisting of upset, hurt feelings, and negative emotions that bind them to the past. Over the years, many people have listened to and benefited from Roland's positive message. Perhaps you, too, can discover the secret to becoming free from the past and moving forward to live a new life of joy and purpose. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. Hi, this is Jeremiah Trujillo, the producer of Shedding Shackles. When you send a gift of any amount, you'll receive one of Roland's ebooks, including Putting the Forever Back in Love, Forbidden Food, and Becoming a Friend of God. Simply go to SheddingShackles.com and click on the right-hand icon, ebooks. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. We're talking about belief today, a proper belief. And it's very, very important. And so, let me continue with that topic. It's very difficult to talk about, but maybe, maybe I can. I said that the soul has one capacity, and that is to be able to incline in one direction or another. Many times Christ made it clear that life is very decisive. He said, he who is not with me is against me. And he said, pick up your cross and follow me. You know, he said, he who tries to preserve his life will lose it, and he who loses his life will save it. He said, no man can ride. Life is very decisive, in other words. 
So you believe the truth or you believe a lie? Now, I want to make a distinction between word and truth itself. Let me see if I can make a simple example. This is one that I've used before, and uh, I think it, it makes sense. Let's suppose that Hitler was walking down the street, and um, all of a sudden, he Hitler looked at you and said, Hey, your shoelace is untied. Well, you look at your shoelace, and it's untied. So you say, Well, thank you very much, Hitler. I'm grateful for that. And then you tie your shoelace. So Hitler is not a nice person, and he was full of a lot of deceit, but he happened to say something that was true. You see what I mean? So it's the same with a lot of quote-unquote um, religious people or seemingly educated people or seemingly, um, what's the word to use, nice people. They say things that are technically correct, and so that's that's nice. But that doesn't mean that they're a nice person. And it doesn't mean that they have a good spirit. See, one of the most confusing things to people, especially when they're kids and young people, they, they hear someone speak maybe Bible words or words about Jesus or something. And the words sound nice and they like the words, but the person who is speaking the words doesn't have a good spirit. Now, what that can lead to is for a perceptive person, a perceptive person will see the contradiction, will see the disconnect, and can be sometimes by that totally turned off to religion, or turned off to ideas that could be, of, could be helpful or good. In other words, some people are surrounded by hypocrites or hear hypocrites and they hate the hypocrites and then they hate religion or they hate the hypocrites and hate Christianity because of that. So you have to be able to separate the message from the messenger. So hear the message, but here's the secret. Here's the secret. When you hear the message, never mind the messenger. Don't say, well, he's a nice person or he's not a nice person or he's a this or a that or she's a this or a that. Just hear the words but check with your intuition. Check with your intuition. And if the words sit right with your intuition, then maybe those are factual statements, or perhaps they're correct. Or maybe you don't know, so you say, well, I, I really don't know, but I'm willing to consider it. But on the other hand, if it doesn't seem, something doesn't sit right about what was said, then it just doesn't sit right, that's all. And so that's it. Check with your intuition. Intuition first, last, and always. So now, remember I talked about the source. So now, what is the proper source? See, I said that people can, can speak nice words, religious words, um, friendly words. You know how people can use words to lie? People can use a smile to lie. People can use a tone of voice to lie. People can use their title to lie. See, they can use those things to lie. So you have to have a way of sorting things out. And what is the, the source? What is the, the source that you can trust? What source is that? See, a lot of people, they think, well, there is no, there's no goodness. They think there is no goodness because they never encounter. Gandhi once said, you know, when they asked Gandhi, 
Mahatma Gandhi about Christianity. He says, well, it, it, uh, it sounds very nice, but he said, I've never met, never met a Christian. In other words, he never met anyone that really exemplified what Christianity should stand for. Do you understand? So, see, here's the other thing, is that people will use words to try to get you caught up with them. You know, like some guy who's trying to sweet-talk a young lady, he'll say all kinds of nice things and flatter her, and he'll pretend to be nice, and he will pretend to be concerned, and so on and so forth, merely because he wants to get into her good graces. You understand that. Well, people do that all the time. With, in, all kinds of people do that. Okay? And so... You could say, well, you know, people trying to be act nice and everything, even though they're not really that nice, but trying to act nice, well, it's better that they act nice than act terrible. So, you know, that's okay. But when it comes to delicate matters of the soul, when it comes to very delicate spiritual things, when people are deceitful and confusing, it causes a great deal of pain to the soul. So, here's what you must do. I asked you, what is the correct source, the one you can trust? That is your intuition. That's what you know in your heart. It's from God. It's a gift from God. I've said many times in my radio programs over the past probably half year or year, I've said that when you came into the world, you had a gift, the most wonderful, wonderful gift, the gift of intuition. You had a soul and you could see and perceive things wordlessly. That's from God. And that faculty of intuition permits you to know things in God's light. And so that is your guide. What you know in your heart is wordless and you just know. In the same way that when you were a little tiny child, if one child was being treated more unfairly than another, you just saw it. That's all you saw. It. And you didn't need any words. You didn't need to go to school. You didn't need to take a, a course in ethics. You just saw that one child was being treated unfairly, and you saw it. So through this capacity of intuition, you, you are capable, actually, of knowing everything. Everything. And so what you must do is learn to find it, and then trust it and don't doubt it. I'm going to give you a couple of examples now. So now do you understand? I've made it very simple. I've made it very clear. Sometimes the statements are factual and sometimes they're not. If it's factual, well, that's nice. Remember, I gave the example that Hitler might say to you, hey, you know, uh, it's a nice day. Okay, well, it is a nice day. So Hitler said something that's factual, but that doesn't mean you have to like Hitler or accept Hitler just because he said something that was true. You see what I mean? Hitler could even use a Bible you know, use, use some kind of nice spiritual aphorisms. Well, you hear them and they're nice, but that doesn't mean you have to accept Hitler. So, accept, so hear the message, but that doesn't mean you have to accept the messenger. Okay? And if there's something about the messenger that just doesn't seem quite right, then just, you know, don't worry about it. Just be aware of that. That's all. Just notice what your intuition is trying to tell you. So that's very, very, very important. So now you understand that, okay? And now you understand that when you were growing up, maybe there were some people who didn't quite live the way they ought to, or people who were mean, or people who pressured you, or people who used religious words 
in not, not a nice way. Don't hate them, that's all. Just don't resent them. Someone did it to them, so just forgive them. Let it go. Make it unimportant. And then go through life with fresh eyes. Every day, fresh eyes. So you can see what there is to see, see what's true or not true. And if you don't know, then just see that you don't know. It's very, very simple. And you don't have to, you don't have to believe something just because somebody said it. Wait until you see for yourself. See? Wait until you see for yourself. There are some things that I have been waiting now for many, 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 many years. I suspect that something is true, but I'm not sure. And I wait until my intuition lets me to know wordlessly. One day I wake up and I just know. Your intuition is your infallible guide. It's your gift from your Creator. So believe into it. See? Oh, I wanted to give you an example. There, there was a, a man, a very nice man, who was taking his little daughter to daycare. And when he took, usually the mom took the daughter to daycare, but this one day he took the daughter to daycare because the mom wasn't there for some reason. So he was taking his little daughter to daycare and she clung to his neck and she clung and she didn't want to let go and she didn't want to let go. And somehow he knew in his heart that something wasn't right. Okay? And so he took his little daughter home and they never went back to that daycare again. But you know what? Years later, he found out that something very, very awful and terrible had been happening at that daycare. Now, do you see how his daughter was safe? Because he trusted what he knew in his heart. Do you see that? So that's very important. It's an infallible guide. It's your protection. And it will lead you to the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. So now get the little meditation, learn to be still, find your intuition, and learn to detect what it's trying to show you wordlessly. And then go through life with fresh eyes, every day fresh eyes, so you can see what there is to see, see what's true, or not true, and if you don't know, then just see that you don't know. It's very, very simple, and you don't have to, you don't have to believe something just because somebody said it. Wait until you see for yourself. See? Wait until you see for yourself. There are some things that I have been waiting now for many, 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 many years. I suspect that something is true, but I'm not sure, and I wait until my intuition lets me to know wordlessly. One day I wake up and I just know. Until next time, Lord willing, and the creek don't rise. I'll see you then. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Shedding Shackles with your host, Roland Trujillo. Now you can listen to Roland anytime by logging on to www.sheddingshackles.com. You'll find lots of free, helpful information, and you can also order materials or make a donation by using your credit card. Once again, the web address is SheddingShackles.com. Please remember that Shedding Shackles is listener-supported. Thank you.